Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. This is a show where I like to stretch your imagination and your mind and take you into the paranormal, or maybe sometimes take a normal, usual topic and give you a little twist, get you to focus on yourself in a different way. And so today, I'd like to give you a new perspective on terror. Yes, that's the topic of my show today, terror. How many times have you decided that you want to go to a movie and watch some horror movie? I know when I was a little girl, I used to go and uh, see some sort of knife shaking in somebody's hand and a shadow would creep across the screen and I'd be horrified. I didn't actually see anything happen, but my imagination sure did fill in all the spaces of the things that I didn't see. Well, today things are a little bit more graphic, to put it lightly. Um, Even the Dracula movies now, you know, you've got to see them there sucking away on the neck and everyone is oohahing and gleeing with delight. Not sure why, because I don't think I like anyone sucking on my neck. But uh, that's the way things have gone. And now people like to go to the movies and see the macabre, like uh, the Chainsaw Massacre. I'm afraid I didn't go and see that one. But graphic design has gone a long way in making many of the things that we dread even are terrorized by the idea putting it on screen, putting it on the movie so that you can see it. Maybe you like the kind of movies that have ghosts in them where they suddenly turn up in a haunted house and make everyone in the house petrified to even live there. And of course you come out of the movie shaking, thinking, oh my God, that would be terrible if it happened to me. But why do you want to go be terrorized, if I can even say the word terrorized, why do we want to go there and be shocked? What is it in our human nature that makes us want to go and see this stuff? I mean, real life is not what we really want to have happen to us, you know, someone chasing us around with a chainsaw, nor do we really want someone following us. I know when I was a young girl, I used to have to run from my grandma's home to my little apartment where my parents lived. It was only a question of a two or three minute walk, but I had to walk past some garages, and those garages were usually open because the people who had cars in those days uh, had gone out somewhere, and they seemed deep and dark and eerie and scary. Oh, and I sure did run all the way home even though it was five o'clock and everyone was just coming home from work. So what was it in my mind that thought that there was something bad in those garages? What is it in our minds that makes us imagine that there's something evil or something, you know, not quite right? Well, it's that instinct, that intuition, that psychic sense of psychometry that I talked about on my other program, Psychic Development. You know, 
we all want to be scared and we want to laugh at it but the truth is if it's a reality we're petrified imagine that you are like Rambo and you're hiding in the jungle and there's someone trying to kill you well would you really like to kill someone else would you really like to hold that knife and cut someone's throat to save your own life well of course you wouldn't but would you if you had to could you stand up and protect yourself or would you quake in your shoes and plead for mercy which side of the fence are you on how do you really think about being terrorized are you really someone who's a victim or are you someone that would be putting yourself on someone else in other words dominating someone we have different ways of showing our personality some people are sort of quiet like to hide in a corner and just sit there and wait and see and maybe we'll say something then we have others who are out there they're demonstrative they show off they're very hyper and very active well somewhere between there is normal ability to be able to integrate and share ourselves with other people but not all of us develop confidence right away sometimes we just can't get our, our mind around situations and circumstances so going and watching some kind of horror movie is like a release we sit in that seat and we watch in expectation we can feel the energy building in the movie we can feel ourselves tensing up as we watch the movie we're waiting for the big moment the most shocking awful moment of the movie and when it happens our energy rises up our legs up our spine all the way up to our brain and in that moment we shriek we let ourselves quiver we shift our energy and when we shift our energy we're actually allowing all our chakras to shift so what are chakras in case you're listening for the first time chakras are vortices of energy and there are seven major ones that work all the time crown in the middle of your brain third eye over your forehead back to the back of your head throat and uh, heart chakra we all know about that one solar plexus that's in your waistline base or root chakra that's in your private parts and most important the spleen chakra that runs from left rear to right front along the waistline it's the balancer so when you're sitting there and watching that horror movie that spleen chakra is working really hard to get all your energies balanced and if you've got lots of fear in you it's going to work extra hard it's interesting I've noticed over the years that a lot of the people who like to go to horror movies are actually people that are very fearful it's like they're facing their fear in that movie they want to see it to see if they're strong it's a challenge can you handle this on the screen could you handle it in real life well of course we don't want as I said earlier to see that kind of thing but it does happen unfortunately there are people who get followed women who get raped 
men who get attacked and abused. People take their money, rob them. People do bad things to one another. And those horror moments stay with us throughout our lives. Unless we stop and think, what is it that's happening to me right now? Why did I put myself in this situation? Let me talk about relationships for a minute. Supposing you're in a violent relationship where the man or the woman beats up on the partner and day in and day out it gets worse and worse. Why does that person stay? Why do they live in fear? Well, I've worked with abused women and they all tell me the same thing. If I leave, he'll find me anyway. And when he finds me, it'll be worse than it was if I stay, because he'll kill me. Well, nobody wants to be dead. But on the other side of the bed, as it were, who wants to live with a situation like that? So, finding the courage, finding the passion and the desire to face your worst fear can come in the form of looking at a movie. The problem is, with all this graphic work that they show us now, making everything so real, there are many people who think that it's very easy to kill, abuse, and misuse people. They think they're in command. They think they're in control. But truly, they're the most weak. I've met a lot of weak people. I've let a lot of people into my life simply because I'm helping them. Do I enjoy having having them in my life this way? No, but someone has to help them. There are also people who are doing drugs, and when they do drugs, they don't know what they're doing. They can become violent. Same with alcoholics. They can start abusing anybody and everybody just because their anger is coming up. You see, fear hides. It hides deep down in the base chakra the private parts. It hides down there saying, I don't want to face it. I don't want to learn my lessons. I don't want to know about anything. So I'll pretend all the way up to my mind that I'm not afraid. I'll act brase. I'll act as though I haven't a care in the world. But then they go to bed. And when they go to bed, they start to relax. And when the mind starts to relax, dreaming happens. And the next thing you know, dreaming a nightmare. In the dream, someone's running, someone's coming, someone's chasing them, they're sweating, and their body is going through everything as though it's a reality. Until the dream gets to a point where it's so explosive, so scary, that they wake up shaking from head to foot. It's awful. I'm sure you've all had a nightmare at some time in your life. I used to have several when I was a small child because of the influence of World War II. But now I don't. But I have lots of people who come to me and they say things like, I just had a nightmare. I dreamed that the earth was shaking and the world as I knew it was falling apart buildings were falling down everything around me was terrible 
I was in such a panic because I was trying to save my family, but I couldn't find them. They weren't there, and I woke up screaming their names. That's a common one. When we dream that something is destroyed, what we're actually doing is saying, hey, somewhere deep down in that base chakra is a memory of some part of you that's saying, I'm afraid. And the dream is about facing that fear and saying, I'm going to face the truth about myself. I'm going to stand on my own two feet. I don't have to be responsible for everyone else. I don't have to worry about what other people are thinking. Well, of course, there are lots of people who interpret dreams. And so I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about fearful dreams. But what I do want to talk about is the amazing fear that we all have from the spirit world. We come into embodiment with these soul fears. These soul fears are very easy to understand. In an earthly way, they are fear of success and fear of failure. They balance one another. Then we have the fear of separation, standing alone, and we have the fear of integration, sharing with other people, and they balance one another. And slap in the middle is love, pure unadulterated love, divine love. So when we come into embodiment, we have to have this battle between whether we are going to be successful and put ourselves out there and do whatever we have to do, or we're going to forget, procrastinate, get lost in some situation that we don't really need, and then complain, moan and groan about how everything is rotten and miserable and then eventually say, hey, I've had enough of this, I've got to focus, I've got to get up, I've got to get out there, I've got to do something, I have a dream, I'm going for success. The other two work this way. I am with all these people all the time, they keep saying this and they keep doing that and I'm really missed <laughs> about it all and uh, I want to be alone so off we go we find that quiet place we withdraw maybe we spend a month two months maybe a year all alone and suddenly we think I'm lonely I've stood alone I've found my power my independence I've done lots of things but I need company. I need someone to be with me. So the next thing we know, we're stimulating ourselves to go back out into the world and mix and socialize and build a life. Well, as we integrate these four fears, and they are fears, we begin to learn that the one thing that's most important is love, and that's love for ourselves and love for other people. But how can we love other people if we don't stop and love ourselves first. I have so many people that come to me for readings and counseling and if you'd like to have a soul reading which will define your character and your personality I would be happy to do that for you and you can see about that on my website um, or you can email me I made a mistake, I'm going to start again. I sometimes 
had people come to me who want to have a reading. They want to know about their character, their personality. They want their soul reading. And I like to do that for them. But when I do it, I always have to look at the soul fears because those are what helps them to build a character and a personality in this life. So you might be thinking about that. And if you are, you can contact me at my email and I'll be happy to tell you more about it. But let's come back to these soul fears. And the particular one I want to focus on is divine love. Imagine now you're in a haunted house. It's late. It's dark. You're wide awake. And you can feel something in the room. You maybe hear a noise. It makes you even more nervous. And you say to yourself, there's a ghost here. Well, immediately your mind starts to think of all the possibilities of any type of ghost that might be there. And you begin to think in so many different ways that by the time you've spent thinking about it, you are in a big panic. But who is it really that's in the room with you? Maybe it's your guardian angel who's watching over you. Maybe it's your grandma or your grandpa that passed over. You see, your mind believes in making terror a reality. Your conscious mind is a liar. So part of what you need to be able to do is to listen to your intuition, your instinct, and think about what it is that's going on with you. Late at night, when you're drifting and you're thinking about dreaming, your brain is going into an alpha state and then into a theta state. It kind of mixes the two back and forth. So you dream, and then you're in hypnosis, and then you're dreaming, and then you're in hypnosis. Yes, alpha state is hypnosis. And during that time, you're telling yourself, I'm afraid, I'm worried, I'm anxious. And you toss and turn in your sleep. And in the morning, you wake up and you say, I feel so tired. I don't feel like I had any sleep at all. I feel like there was somebody in my room. I'm so worried. Maybe my house is haunted. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it's haunted by Grandma, who's trying to tell you, stop worrying. Stop imagining. Stop terrorizing yourself. Yes, you heard it. Stop terrorizing yourself. Our mind is the worst enemy that we have. And if we keep watching all these visual effects that we see on TV, then we start to tell ourselves we have more information to worry about. And the more images we have in our brain, then the more we can make ourselves worried and anxious. In my book, Breakthrough Therapies, Discover your baby spirit and also in okay I messed up again start again in my book Breakthrough Therapies Crystal Acupuncture and Terragram Therapy I talk about conditioning the way we're brought up in the rejection syndrome I talk about the soul fears and how they manipulate us by the spirit self to learn on earth. They're very important. 
And in my book, Discover Your Baby Spirit, there is a lot about the soul fears and about the conditioning in how to bring up your child so that they are not worried. They do not get terrorized. And they do not want to watch all these macabre movies. Let me talk a little bit more about hypnosis. Hypnosis is something we do all day. We drive down the road and we maybe think about some project or something we want to do. And the next thing we know, we've gone several stops, even traffic lights. We've stopped and started. We've gone on automatic and we haven't thought about what we're doing. That's what hypnosis is. A lot of people think hypnosis is being asleep and you get up and walk around like you're sleepwalking. Well, some people can do that, but not many. Most people wake up when they're having bad dreams. So, let's talk a little bit about panic. Panic comes down to the fear of the loss of your life. The loss of your life means you can't be here anymore. You can't do all the things you want to do. So your conscious mind likes to control everything you do. It wants to make sure that you're still here tomorrow, next year, and indefinitely. It doesn't want to think about anything going wrong. But in order to protect itself from anything going wrong, it has to think about them. So you can see there's a little loop. I'm afraid to think about what might happen, but at the same time I can't switch off and do that because I'm too scared to trust myself to believe in the moment. To develop your character and personality, you need to explore it. So, facing your fear, facing your panics, facing your worries and anxieties, are all about learning to listen to your inner self, your psychic self. I talked about psychic development on my last show. So you might want to listen to that in the archives. Everything that you do is coming from your spiritual self. And your spiritual self wants to live as long as it can in your body. So it wants you to master your body. It wants you to take care of your body. It wants you to overcome your inhibitions. It wants you to share yourself and integrate yourself with other people. And most important, it wants to motivate you to accept change. You know, the conscious mind doesn't like change. We rationalize, hey, I've worked hard to get to this point. I don't want to give up what I have. I don't want to have to do something else. And I did mention in my one of my shows about how we are afraid of change. But it is important to realize that without change, we wouldn't grow. We definitely wouldn't grow spiritually. We would find ourselves trapped bored. We would say life is empty. What's the purpose of living? Why are we here? Well, unfortunately there are some people that do get that miserable and they do take their life. And when they do, they don't leave us and go to heaven because they're still thinking they're still alive. And they hang around and they haunt us. But what they're really looking for is some help. 
they want some white light they want some bright energy they want you to say I love you remember that's a soul fear love they want to feel it and of course so do you so next time you think that you're being haunted you want to stop and listen to your intuition and say is this someone who's died and needs help needs to be helped to go to heaven you can say your prayers you can burn your candles and incense if you want you can meditate you can see yourself cocooned in a white light whatever you do what you think is the reality and your spirit will generate that energy and help them and at the same time your spirit guides will help you to do it so how do you know the difference between a spirit guide and an earthbound entity who's negative how do you get yourself into feeling safe how do you get yourself into feeling safe no matter what the energies you feel around you well the first thing is to listen to your intuition your instinct if you feel agitated if you feel uncomfortable then you know that this is a spirit that is not ascended and needs help if on the other hand you feel pleasure and delight and feel safe and comfortable and feel that energy is moving around you that is safe then you have a spirit guide with you whatever the situation always remember that in order to know yourself you must know the negative and the positive so if you have an earthbound around you it's because you've been thinking negatively and you need to start being more positive so take a look at the way you feel lately have you been getting anxious and worried have you been throwing up throwing up is a way of rebalancing those chakras those vortices of energy that I mentioned earlier sometimes we get really dizzy because the chakras are out of balance sometimes we feel like we need to spin children do that all the time because as we spin as we go round and round we actually also realign the chakras and as children are always climbing and jumping and doing all sorts of things their energies are shifting so much all the time they have to rebalance but when we get older we tend to get stayed we tend to think that hey I mean a routine I mean some kind of lifestyle that is supposed to please me even though I'm bored or miserable so take a look at yourself and think are you feeling strong or weak are you procrastinating or are you ready for an adventure are you throwing down the gauntlet and taking up the challenge with someone else or are you running away do you trust your conscious mind so much that you never listen to your deep subconscious your spirit self do you run away from your truth do you hide in your conscious mind it's time now to realize that facing the truth means facing your fear and when you face your fear okay have some nightmares have some fears about the neighbor whatever it is but take some deep breaths right that's it and then 
say, hey, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to use my earthly five senses. I'm going to listen. I'm going to look around me. I'm going to feel with my body. I'm going to smell with my nose. And if I sense anything is wrong, if I think there's a fire, I'll check it. If I think there's someone in my house, I'll call the police. Whatever it is, listen to your instinct. That part of you that will tell you, this is true. This is not just my imagination. There are lots of times when you are going to have wild imagination coming up in your mind. It could be simply at work that you think your boss is watching you and that you're going to be fired any minute. It could be that you think your best friend is having an affair with some guy that you're interested in or your husband. Whatever it is, you need to stop and say, why am I creating this fear? Why am I buying into this fear that my conscious mind is making? Well, I've given you a lot to think about, I think, and I would love to hear from you. So, if you have some things, feedback, or you have some questions that you would like to ask me, there is an email address on the page that you're looking at, and perhaps you'd like to go to my website and see what I offer with uh, hypnosis. My husband and I both work on in hypnosis and will help you. Also, perhaps you're interested in psychic development. There's a show and you can ask me questions too. I'd love to hear from you. So please give me feedback and please tell your friends about this show because they just might need help. They just might be frightening themselves to death. Yes, we can do that. We can scare ourselves so much. Well, that was a tongue twister, wasn't it? So take care of yourself. Remember your prayers. Remember that the guardian angels are with you and that you are always safe. So until next time, take care. Bye.